Our attitude should be our priority and everything else secondary. Welcome to episode 25 of the Head and Tail podcast. I'm your host, Melody Michelle. Let's rock it. Many of us know who Viktor Frankl was. For those of you not familiar with him, he was a survivor of the Holocaust who wrote an incredible book called Man's Search for Meaning. It's all about his experience and what he learned from his time in the concentration camp. The horrific things he endured are almost unfathomable, and yet he was able to have an unparalleled mental resiliency through it all. He somehow maintained the ability to be positive and practice critical thinking. According to Frankel, our ability to choose our attitude in any circumstance is the ultimate human freedom. The ability to choose our attitude. He points out that no matter what happens to us physically or emotionally, we still have the ability to choose how we respond. We have the power to choose our attitude. I've never physically endured something even remotely close to the things Viktor Frankl experienced, but I do personally know the power of choosing a life-giving perspective over a life-draining perspective. Each of us has this power. This is what drives the story of our life. There will always be so much out of our control, and that's why we have to continuously shift our efforts and thoughts onto what we can control. Each moment of every day, we have that power. You might be wondering how we're supposed to have a good attitude when so much chaos and uncertainty is going around. Here's something to think about. There is no need to try erasing fear, worry, or doubt. All of these emotions are valid responses to crises and stress. However, even with all of these emotions, we must recognize that we still have complete control over how we show up. Complete control. We can still treat people with goodness. We can show up with compassion, kindness, patience, and love, despite the feelings of fear and chaos. It begins with the freedom that Frankel observed in the concentration camps, the freedom to choose our attitude. Our attitude must be our priority. Everything else is secondary. We have a lot of things pulling for our attention, pulling for the forefront of our priority list. We have our families, work, finances, homes, and these have a lot of elements to consider. But the one baseline factor that affects all of those things equally is our attitude. No matter what's going on, whether it's good or bad, we can't fully appreciate the experience of our families, work, and homes if we don't prioritize our attitude first. If we don't prioritize how we show up. Because our attitude dictates how we show up. See, our attitude dictates whether we do or do not allow gratitude laughter, forgiveness, freedom, love, and fulfillment into our existence. Sometimes, circumstances go so well for us that we just ride the wave of experiencing goodness in our space. It's much easier to have a good attitude when the things are going well. However, when circumstances toss us a major amount of negative material, it's natural for us to feel sad, fearful, or angry emotions. These difficult emotions are not wrong. They are necessary feedback for the rough and horrible things we may be experiencing. 
Yet emotions and thoughts are not attitudes. They are separate. Feelings of fear and discouragement, thoughts of hopelessness or anger, these are not attitudes. They are feelings. It's so important that we distinguish these. Emotions and thoughts are not attitudes and actions. Oftentimes we feel things so deeply, we take on an attitude that expresses that emotion. For example, if we feel angry or sad, we might lash out at the people around us, even if they didn't cause us hurt. This is one way we tend to express pain to the people around us, and much of the time we don't even realize we're doing it. It's a form of communicating. Maybe we're exhausted from fighting the negative feelings, allowing them to be pushed to the side until we just can't take the pressure or burden alone anymore. For some of us, this pressure can cause us to lash out. For others, it can cause us to recluse and clam up while we try to sort through the stresses alone. Today, I'm encouraging us, we don't have to do either of those things, lash out or clam up because emotions are separate from our attitude, separate from our actions, separate from who we are. Emotions do not dictate our attitudes, action, or being. And yes, emotions have a very big impact on us that we should never ignore, but no matter how deeply we feel, we are simply not our emotions. And when we can understand this, we can shift everything. Here are a few examples of choosing an attitude despite the emotion. We can be brave despite feeling scared. We can be loving despite feeling hurt. We can be patient despite feeling angry. And we can be grateful despite feeling uncertainty. If we can make the shift into distinguishing thoughts and emotions from our attitudes and actions, we gain freedom and power to be more joyful, more caring, and to be the better version of ourselves. No matter what's going on in our life, I am confident that we have at least one life-giving, life-improving choice at all times, our attitude. And circumstances will affect our emotions. That's a healthy response. We need the feedback that lets us know when something is painful, scary, and difficult. That's okay. What's important is what we choose to do with these emotions. We have to deal with them just as we would have to deal with a physical injury or wound. Instead of lashing out or clamming up, we clean it, dress it, we get it treated, and maybe even have a professional look at it. We may have to be gentle with ourselves until fully healed, and we just do our best to continue what we can. We don't use our injuries as an excuse to treat others poorly or develop a victim mentality from a place of pain. Thoughts and emotions will come and go, our priority is our attitude. How can we stay grounded and gracious even in the storms? Each of us has to develop the ability to prioritize our attitude and actions in the healthiest way we can. The first step is recognizing our behavior isn't dictated by the good or bad circumstances or emotions we experience. It's all separate. It does take work but it can be very life-enhancing. If you find yourself lashing out or reclining into a dark space, right now is the moment to take time to figure out how you can honestly and healthily express your pain. 
If you find yourself unable to shake yourself from a dark or angry attitude, it's probably time to do some major self-care. In times of stress, we can forget some simple yet proven remedies. Get enough sleep. Get a little extra if you can. Drink plenty of clean water and eat foods that make you feel well. Move your body. Take a walk, ride your bike, practice an indoor workout, etc. Talk with someone you trust. Try a friend, family member, or even an online counselor. I hope this episode helps to give a sense of freedom from the difficult emotions and thoughts we all experience. Since we have the power to choose a life-giving attitude, let's do it. Let's share it. And until next time, let's rock it.